Good afternoon, and welcome to Night Talk. I'm Joe Murphy, and I'm joined by my co-host, Mike Kubik for this afternoon's show. Good afternoon, Michael. Good afternoon, Joseph. And we do have a special guest who I'll let Mike introduce in a minute, but first of all, let us begin, as we always do, with our prayer to St. Michael. In the, the name, name of the, of the Father, Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Spirit. Amen. Amen. St. Michael, Michael, the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our defense against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the heavenly host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Michael. All right. We're lucky today, Joe. We have a, an individual that we've had on before, and he's also one of the movers and shakers within the Diocese of Harrisburg. So I will introduce him by his official title, the Harrisburg Diocesan Membership Chairman, David Sims. How are you doing, Dave? Good afternoon, guys. I'm doing great, brothers. Glad to be here with you today. And um, just off a, a wonderful uh, weekend with uh, state uh, officers and um, the mid-year, the, um, the winter uh, district deputies meeting with all the chairmen and uh, my peers in the other dioceses, as, w- dioceses, as well as uh, the directors uh, for programs and the like. And hopefully we'll make this interesting for you all this afternoon and uh, go over a couple things. Paul, um, first of all, Pennsylvania has a membership goal of about 1,784 individuals. We have recruited through... Um, the 6th of January, about 781. So we're well on our way to that goal. And we, we do pick up the uh, membership recruitment here in the uh, second half um, of the year. So um, things are looking up as far as that goes. Um, we've had some uh, membership incentive programs um, that have actually kicked off in the past and have been completed. And we're working on a couple right now that I'm not really at liberty to um, to discuss directly because they're still fleshing out the details. But um, our October district deputy incentive was completed. Um, and in the Central East, for example, we had um, four DDs that um, uh, placed in that incentive. Um, Pat Sweeney over in the Lebanon County area, uh, Steve Arthur in the Hanover um, and Western York area, Christopher Wilson there in the Harrisburg area, and Pat Working are also in York, um, who all place um, pretty well on the incentives um, for that particular month. Now, the November and December um, incentives are the night uh, before Christmas incentive. Those results aren't official yet. They're still tabulating them, and so I can't really report on those today, but hope to in the near future. Um, One of the key initiatives that we did bring in this year was a Pennsylvania State Recruiter PIN. And members who recruit, any member who recruits at least one new member into a council will, and if their membership number is on the application, will earn a PIN. And it's a really neat PIN, and it was developed by the um, uh, state membership director and the uh, my peer in the uh, Allentown uh, Reading Diocese, Dennis Sullivan, um, the diocesan membership uh, chairman there. And it's a real sharp-looking um, piece to put on your lapel. So hopefully... That will continue to help drive um, some membership and, and go from there. But as I said, we are, we're currently ranked um, I think 44th out of uh, 75 in our division, and that puts us um, out 7th overall. So we're, we're 45th out of 75 across the, uh, the jurisdictions. 
about seventh in our division. So we're standing pretty well right now. We obviously cannot sit back. We have to continue to recruit. We have to continue to to talk to um, Catholic male members who are 18 years of age or older and the benefits of, of getting involved in the Knights of Columbus as well as supporting your parish and your community. And we are um, working together to do that. And, and, and I have goals along those lines um, for the diocese. Um, and it may include things like um, having contests between district deputies, having contests um, in certain areas to help us um, continue to spread the news um, of the Knights of Columbus and the work that we do and continue to meet um, our obligations from a volunteering standpoint in the future. So those those things are all in generalities and, and, and moving forward. There are a number of things, though, that, that uh, pay into this that councils can do and that Grand Knights and officers of the councils can do that I'm supporting and that the district deputies need to be supporting um, and then mentoring and, and working with and aiding these councils um, along their way. Um, one of the disconcerting things that came out was um, this year um, a 944 form was um, simplified, and that form needed to be filled out and, and submitted by all districts prior to um, September 30. And um, it did not get the, uh, the turnout. 63% of the districts did it. I'm a district deputy, not in the diocese, um, in the adjacent diocese. I made sure mine was done um, for my eight councils. But nonetheless, we need to work on that and make sure that we, um, um, we continue to endeavor greater uh, in that uh, work um, going forward. All district deputies should be having a district meeting before the 15th of February in their districts. And again, um, the chairman, the directors, uh, the state officers, we all should be invited to these meetings so that um, we can lend a helping hand and assist and um, uh, be there for um, issues or questions that come up. So um, those need to be scheduled. That information needs to be um, conveyed to the, uh, the state officer in the region. Our region state officer is the state advocate. And that can be done directly uh, to him or it can be done through distribution. can provide that information to me um, at the, the chair level and we can go from there and I will make sure that he gets the information. One of the things that isn't happening that needs to be happening along with recruiting, um, there's a three-point issue here. One is ceremonials have to be put on the uh, state website. That can be done real easily by going to the state website and adding a ceremonial in the tab. But alternatively, it can go to a membership chairman like myself, um, and we can and we will put them on there and, and, and also publicize these so that neighboring uh, districts and neighboring councils um, are aware that there is an exemplification happening um, so that we can move people um, into the system, move people along as Brother Knights and bring them um, into um, active uh, work with the, uh, with the local councils that they're members of or going to be members of. So that needs to happen. Um, our e-membership endeavor is working very well. Again, questions from a district deputy or questions for for a district deputy from a grand knight or a financial secretary, certainly um, if they exist, need to be handled. It's um, real easy to find your prospect. Sometimes, though, I have the problem being technologically um, um, sound. Sometimes, though, I miss stuff that's right in front of me. I can be looking right at the link and miss it. So um, those issues, if they occur, somebody has a question, certainly bring them forward to me, myself. Bring them to um, your district deputy. Bring them to the state officer. 
in the region and uh, will get that handled. Um, and that includes making sure that when you do um, bring in a member on the member side, that they do respond to that email coming from the Knights of Columbus after you've signed them up. And they do it timely. Otherwise, the individual will, will not remain a, an e-member in, in the program and go from there. The third and last issue that, that, that was brought up at the meeting and, and one of the things that's worth talking about, strictly from a membership standpoint, is the affiliate program. The affiliate program is in full swing right now uh, for the month of January. It's opened up for those councils that didn't take the opportunity last year, have the ability to do it this year. They have the ability, and if there's a question specifically regarding the affiliate program, won't go into it here because I could probably spend a half hour, but if there are questions on the program, please send them to my attention. My email address is on the uh, diocesan, excuse me, on the state uh, website as a diocesan membership chairman, as are all of the other diocesan membership chairmen here in the jurisdiction of Pennsylvania. So we're accessible. As a a good friend of mine said this weekend, use us. Um, That's what we're here for. Um, Another initiative that we've been working on, and if I'm moving too fast, please stop me, but another initiative that we're working on is working closer with the agency. The the field agents out in the um, uh, world of of Knights of Columbus um, are a big tool for district deputies, a big tool for grand knights, a big tool for people like myself, where we can actually partner with them and we can um, work together on uh, onboarding new members uh, into the Knights of Columbus, as well as recruiting and um, retaining a membership. And one of the things that that uh, has been made very clear to me these past six months is that yes, I'm a membership chairman for a diocese, have gone to a diocesan membership level um, to do that, to work with, um, in my case, 19 district deputies and 71 councils, um, some of which have not recruited a member in the last several years. And either by um, fear um, or, or just, you know, so busy with the programs and activities that are going on that we're not using those opportunities the way we should Somebody at my level can come in and do that. Um, Additionally, uh, as I started to get into, when we start talking about retaining members, one of the things that that I work with with field agents on and um, district deputies on is what's happening when a member starts coming to a council, stops coming to a council meeting? Um, How long um, do you not do anything about that? How long do you not touch base with them and find out? Everyone joins the Knights of Columbus for a reason. We all have our own reasons. Um, mine may have been for the fancy dress in the fourth degree, or it may have been because um, I have a deep-seated um, feeling for one of the programs, a Special Olympics or um, something is near and dear, pro-life, near and dear to my heart. Um, those things are what brought somebody into our organization. And if they've fallen away, we need to figure out what changed. We need to figure out how we can re-engage the individual um, and bring them back into the fold, as it were, from a um, um, uh, seeing them around and, and having them involved in various programs or a program. Um, throughout the uh, throughout the year, so David, 
Excuse me. No, I, I hear you coughing. We need to interrupt you. We're coming up on our hard break. So we want to hold that thought. We'll be back right after these messages. Welcome back to Night Talk. We're talking with uh, Dave Sims and uh, my co-host Mike Yakubik uh, for today's show. So uh, I guess we should go back to David and let him continue where we left off the break. A lot more interesting than listening to us. This is true. <laughs> okay, David, David. David, it's your soapbox. Thank you for the support. Hey, I wanted to, before I moved on to some other things, I wanted to go back to the ceremonials here for a minute. And I mentioned that they can be easily added to the state website. They can be sent to me. And I will add them. But one of the things that's changed with the change in the degrees, um, we have that we now have a consolidated degree, and that uh, degree allows family to come to it. And it is now instead of having you know the first degree, the responsibility of a grand knight, the second degree, the responsibility of of a district deputy, the third degree, getting approval from the state ceremonials chairman. All this consolidated degree now is, is really under the auspices of the Grand Knight. And so the Grand Knight really has, has the ability to um, handle a degree, form a degree, put on a degree, present a degree um, anytime he wants to, as long as he can produce the four or five individuals that need to um, uh, participate at the, uh, the various parts in the degree. And I've got councils that are doing that solely. I've got councils that are doing that with pieces, uh, with people from members, officers from other councils, and they're joining together and doing that. So this opens up the the ability for um, the degree um, to occur more frequently. Whereas before, you'd have a first degree maybe once a month, a second degree every I don't know two or three months, a third degree three times a year or four times a year. Now you have the ability to do all this at, at once. And the coordination between the districts and the councils is key, but the presence is basically, responsibility is basically the, the grand knight of the council. So um, I'm trying to work with our councils um, in the diocese, and I've been more successful in some areas in the diocese than the, in others in dealing with getting this stuff, to, this whole exemplification together and, and making it happen. Um, we would like to have the degrees in person um, because when... You know, certain aspects of the degree take place. Um, it, it has a better um, presentation in person. I'm not saying you can't do it via Zoom. I'm not saying that you can't use the online degree. All are acceptable, um, and they all depend on the needs of the council at that time. So, from ceremonial standpoint, um, we can go. Uh, we can go forward. Um, there's a couple things that. That I'm going to move slightly out of membership, but as we all know, programs add to membership. Um, so there are a couple things coming up that, that need to be um, keyed in on. There's a um, Central East Regional free throw, and that's coming up on the uh, 19th of February. And that is scheduled at St. Joseph's East York, and it's a 12 o'clock registration, a 1.30 competition. And then about a month later, on March 11th, 
there is the state regional free throw, and that's going to be in State College at Our Lady of Victory. And the registration is 11 a.m., and the competition starts at 12 noon. So those are, those are um, events that are, that are important um, that we need to be moving toward. We have um, right now, um, I mentioned the affiliate program is in full swing we, for the month. We have the state uh, tuition scholarship grants, the state actually state tuition grants, education grants. Those applications are due between now and the 31st of January, and they are $1,000 grants for K through 12. The state gave away 100 of them last year. Um, I, my son was the recipient of one, um, but um, the information is on the state website. If you're a knight in good standing with a child in a Catholic school, you have the opportunity to apply for a grant, and um, depending on how many applications are out there, um, you probably have a decent um, a decent chance, just like anybody else, of, of getting a thousand dollar grant. Um, the school, uh, the the scholarships, the scholarship program, not the tuition grant, probably now, but the state scholarship program increased from three thousand dollars to four thousand dollars. So that's for college um, college bound and college kids. So instead of um, seven hundred and fifty dollars a year, it's now thousand dollars a year, and they're very the educational foundation is extremely proud of that. Um, so that's a new development that's occurred um, this year. Um, coal is in full swing, and so that's related, the chance of a lifetime. That's related because you need now 75 instead of the 50 books or tickets to 75 now by council so that you can qualify for the, um, the scholarship. So um, those things are, are, are moving around the state and in full swing at the moment. We had some meetings and these meetings uh round robin meetings at the uh winter meeting uh, will be out on the website soon and they deal with uh, succession planning they deal with leadership engagement um interesting topics and interesting things to look at if you are a council leader if you are a district deputy because we're looking for leaders to succeed in their councils and also looking for future advancement from deputy grand knight or, or, or council officer to grand knight, grand knight to district deputy, district deputy into the chairman and director's ranks for the state. Um, so there's a lot of opportunity um, to read this information when it's out there and see the presentations. And one of the things that was brought really forward um, front and center was that you really need to be looking at what your council is doing at the council level. And the district deputies and the, and the regional chairman like myself need to be um, involved in, in, in at least knowing what's going on so that we can help and assist. And that's usually a six-month plan, six year, six month plan or one-year plan um, where your calendar is out there and you, you are, 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 are knocking off these programs because ultimately everyone wants to get the membership awards, right? The McGivney Award, the the, the, the Founders Award, the, those those awards, and those are the ones that that I deal with when working with field agents and councils, and also working directly with councils and membership. But you cannot forget the Columbia Award and and what that entails, and how you can plan for that, and how we can recruit and and retain membership through these programs, and also earn your um, your council that the top honor of star council district deputies are engaged in trying to do this we're trying to do this as well 
from the membership standpoint because I had a situation in, in the diocese last year before I took the office where we had councils that should have been star councils, and they weren't. They fell a member, t- they fell a member short. They fell two members short. They had everything else in a row. So it's imperative that you get on uh, as a grand knight or you get on as a financial secretary or a district deputy and you look at those prospects from the e-membership side that, that pop up and, and move them to an exemption. Or excuse me, to an exemplification, pardon me, to an exemplification um, of the degree so that they can move forward in the order and we can engage them um, at the local level and, and maybe the next they're the next grand knight. They're the next two years down the road. They're the next um, district deputy for six years down the road. Um, there's those opportunities that are there. And with that, I'm going to turn over to the state convention. We have um, an interesting scenario. The um, state council for um, the Knights of Columbus here in Pennsylvania was founded. And I'm looking at my notes right now, and I highlighted this for today. And I can't find it. <laughs> but it was founded in February, 125 years ago. February 17th or February 22nd. It's one of those days, uh, but it's February. So here's what's happening with the state convention this year. And uh, we are the 125th Pennsylvania State Convention. Uh, it's, handled, it's going to be happening May 5 through 7 in Harrisburg. So it's local to us, and we're looking for for um, turnout. There's going to be um, an interesting ladies program uh, for the uh, the Knights ladies um, that's on tap. There's going to be some really um, uh, neat uh, registration gifts, handouts that, that, that go with the registration um, that are uh, worthwhile um, collectible even. There's um, some resolutions that, that will be coming down here shortly that will need to be looked at and discussed and, and, and voted. So Every council in the state of Pennsylvania is allowed two delegates to vote. And um, there's rooms and, and, and amenities available at the hotel if you want to stay. But if you're local like me and you don't want to stay at the hotel, you certainly should still register. Um, make sure your council is represented. If you're a grand knight or a financial secretary or a past grand knight or um, an alternate or a delegate, you want to go to the um, the convention and get an opportunity to sit down and see how the state council works, but also sit down and take a look at these resolutions that um, need to be voted on and ratified and passed uh, because they will have impact. They will have impact on future conventions. They will have impact on representation at uh, the Supreme, the national convention every year. Um, so those are just tip of the iceberg. There's probably a couple more. But those are the two big ones that are going to have a, a, a major impact here uh, in Pennsylvania, and especially here in the Central East region of the state, the, um, uh, the Allentown, uh, excuse me, the Harrisburg and the Altoona-Johnstown diocese uh, that comprise Central East. So those things are, are, are up and coming. Registration information is going to be on the website shortly. There will be contact, content, uh, constant contact information going out. Uh, to the councils and district deputies and various uh, state chairmen and directors, um, all related to this to go forward. Now, I'm, I wasn't going to do this, but I am going to do this because I'm, I'm, I'm begging. I'm going to actually ask for help. The convention itself um, needs funding to handle the, um, the expenses, and one of those things that we, we do is, a, is an ad book. 
So if you if your council um, and and I, I would suggest it at a council level, if your assembly if you have the funds available for a, um, an ad, um, that will be up shortly online with the state council website. And uh, please um, consider it, and please um, please help us make the best of this um, 125th Pennsylvania State Convention. Um, it will be a um, a great time of year, the beginning of May um, in Harrisburg. And there are a lot of uh, things that are a lot of events that are that are going to occur that normally occur at a convention. But there's also going to be time for outside interests for ladies, um, and we're putting together a uh, a program for that. So it's um, um, I, I can't steal the thunder on that right now. You're going to have to go to the website um, in the next um, when it comes up in the next several days, um, and um, you'll start to see things evolve between now and May. And um, you may find something that's really um, really special and exciting uh, this year in Harrisburg. Sounds good, Dave. And I'll tell you, what we hope to do, we're getting to the end of the show. One of the things that uh, we're going to do as as we get closer to the convention, uh, we're going to get uh, Tiva on here, which is Jerry Woods, uh, our state advocate, his wife on, and Colleen Kish, state deputy's uh, wife, and let them talk a little bit about what they're planning for the ladies, because I know it's a lot more fun when you can kind of anticipate what's going to occur. Sure. Joseph, I'm sure we're just about there. So. We, we're about there. David, thank you for your time and uh, your knowledge and putting out the information that you did. Along with Mike Yakubik and Dave Sims, I'm Joe Murphy. Thank you for listening. Stay safe out there. God bless.